Hey, this is David Sanborn, and welcome to As We Speak, which is a show that finds me sitting across from people with one thing in common, creativity. This week, I continue my conversation with Sonny Rollins. You know, to me, what you have always represented is the the idea, and I don't know if this was something that was restored to you, but the idea of discipline and dedication has always come through, you know, in, you know, your, your playing and, and the, the recordings you've made, but the stories about you that are legendary about your practice regimen and how you would, you know, you know, all the stuff about the bridge and, you know, Williamsburg Bridge and all of that, but just, you know, your Almost from the time you were a kid, when you know you were playing in the closet in your apartment. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, for like you said, six <laughs> or seven hours. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's like that that you would do that, that you would have that dedication and and like a calling to find that it, you calling, know, the, calling, you know, the, the dedication, absolutely. Yeah, the the beauty of like, you know, I mean, I'm jumping around a little bit, but. You know, I, one of the many thousand things I learned from you was the beauty that exists in one note, just playing a note and the way you would, the way you shape notes and, you know, the timbre and the tone and the volume and the, you know, it was like, Jesus, that's freedom, you know, and that combined with your, the way that you deal with rhythm, it's almost like the way you deal with time. It's like almost like you seem to exist outside of the time and that you have this freedom to go in and out that's not mathematical. There's always a pulse, but it was like, you know, that's a, that's a study that I'm, you know, it's a lifelong search for me to understand how the hell you, you did what you did, like the way you deal with time and pulse and the passage of time, because that, you know, I'm going to use the word genius, and I apologize. I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but that's one right, of the aspects right. of the genius of your playing is that your absolute freedom with the time. And I, I was this something that you worked on consciously, or was this a result <laughs> of just experience? You know, and and playing with people. I I know it's a dumb question, Sonny. I apologize, but no, but no, but it's I don't know if there's. Which... I got, you know, I just think I, I had uh, some uh, Caribbean antecedents, and I think that had something to do with it. You know, because there's a lot of uh, rhythm, not everybody that has some Caribbean blood, but I think that had a lot to do with uh, my my uh, uh, rhythm, my rhythmic uh, aspect the way I play it. I don't know. You know, who knows? Yeah, yeah right. But uh, I like all those guys. I mean, uh, everybody. I, I love everybody's playing, including David Sanborn. And, uh, uh, oh, my God. And then all the... But I hope you know, David, I remember there used to be some place 
around 54th or something where you guys used to go with the band after a gig and you'd eat dinner there at night or something? Yeah, I'm trying. Was it, was it in the, was it the China Song or Chin Yao's or one of those Japanese it was, restaurants? It was in the hotel. The, there was Chin Yao's. It was, okay. it's, it was in the Woodward Hotel. And it was there a Japanese, it was a Japanese restaurant that was open. It was open till like four in the morning. And one of the initial draws of that place is that they would uh, serve you alcohol after last call. But they okay. would would bring you sake in like a Tropicana orange juice bottle. You know? <laughs> so we would sit there and order like tekamaki and and yakitori and all this stuff and drink sake out of uh, Tropicana <laughs> orange juice bottles. But it became a hang for that reason, and and uh, that was kind of also the period when I was starting to get off drugs. So I would. You know, get we'd go back there, and there was the back to Tommy room in the back, and we would uh, go back there and like uh, have our way, as it oh, were. Oh, no wonder you you guys were there. Yeah, I right. was there a couple of times, and you guys are always with us. Said, wow. Yeah, that's... Hey, man, Davis really got his <laughs> band. Yeah, they, they they eat together and play together. Everything. Yeah, wow. yeah. And we always say, "Wow, we love the food." But, you know, <laughs> that, that, that was only part of it, you know. Right. But, you know, I think that, you know, that that sense of camaraderie that, you know, is it was so great about about, you know, jazz musicians and, you know, you know, being able to commiserate about the, you know, the, the hard times sometimes that are on the road and all oh. the difficulties that you run run against and that the music uh you know that those moments that you get on stage or wherever the venue is, when when you just this is why we do what we do because that's the real addiction. That's the we get addicted to the juice of those being able to get reach those trans and transcendent moments, and and to to really go through real transformations, not only as musicians but as human beings, and I I think that. As I get older, I mean, I that part of what music represents to me becomes more and more real, you know, because I, I, when I grew up, when I was a kid, I started, you know, I, I had polio when I was a kid. I was three years old. I was in, like in an iron oh, lung. Oh, no, polio, that's terrible. Yeah, and I was paralyzed from the neck down, you know, and so Did music. Did you have to wear one of those braces? Oh uh, yeah, on my on my legs for for a long time, but my mother helped pull me out, and I gradually, you know, came to music as as therapy, you know, and I you know took the saxophone up as therapy for my lungs, so it became, uh, you know, not only my salvation physically, but my real salvation, you know, it, it gave me my life, so in a way, I I look uh, to polio as like, I have to say thank you, polio. Right, you know, sure, because without absolutely. polio, I never would have become a musician. And the the world that that opened up to me was so vast, and it continues to be. I mean, I just, mm-hmm. it, to me, it's just, and I, I, you know, I get that joy. Like, when I, when I listen to you, 
you're an absolute expression of that joy, that freedom, that joy, that confidence and humility all rolled up into one that really has been an inspiration not only to me, but but to, I mean, countless people, you know, and I, I think that having that as a legacy and as a, and a, as a, as a, um, you know, a place. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'm glad. And, you know, I haven't always thought of myself as, as in these terms, very, very complimentary, very, uh, very uh, high praise, indeed. Well, it's easy when when all you have to do is tell the truth, <laughs> you know. That's all. Okay. That's all. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm saying what, what I mean. I know what certainly what I feel, and and countless others feel of what what you've given to to the world. I mean, you know. I mean, we go back all, all the records that were important to me, like you know, saxophone Colossus. When I I used to play that record at home when, uh, when actually I was living up in Woodstock and my son was like maybe four or five years old and he like was like fascinated with that record and and <laughs> he loved he loved the tune Blue Seven you know oh, yeah. and, and he would say daddy daddy play the uh oh song and I'd the uh oh <laughs> song and he went da 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 and the uh-oh song and he would dance and laugh and it brought him such oh, joy at four years old that it was like and to this day I mean he knows you know he can sing note for note the, the solo on St. Thomas and you know he knows Strode Road and all, all the great songs well, that's on that right because see I got that back from him I never met your son anything yeah. But yeah. the fact that I reached him, yes, and he gave me that validation without yes. even knowing him. I don't know, and that's what gets. That's what has helped me. You know, some sometimes you have to think that when you play something or you do something for somebody, you don't. You might. You might not even know you did it, or you might not. But that comes back to you. Yes. That comes back to you. Yes. And so this comes, uh, your son, uh, the fact that he liked that, and I, you know, it, it came back to me because I certainly have had a lot of good experiences in my life, and uh, I never thought I deserved them. But now I see that in cases like that people all of a sudden I like the music it comes back to me so I'm eternally grateful man I'm really and I think for me in in my life right now the 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 the, the, the spiritual aspects of what what your music not only means to me but what what it's the interface of the spiritual and the uh, and the, uh, uh, the 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 practical aspects of playing jazz are, you know, they start those boundaries start to melt, and that the that the music 
but playing becomes a meditation in itself. I think there was something I, I noticed in the book where you were talking to a, a someone in India, and and they told you that they they you were asking about meditation, and the, oh, the guy yeah. said the, the guy said the your playing is your meditation. You That's know. right. That's what I learned in India. Yeah. That's what I learned. I mean, I love the culture, but that's, I went there to learn something, and when the Swami told me that, but I asked him, I said, you know, Swami, I'm from New York, and a lot of times I try to meditate and sit in the lotus position and all of this stuff, and uh, I just can't get, he said, well, Sonny, when you're playing your horn, that's meditation. You know, he said, you're not hurting anybody. I put this in late. I realized, well, he's right. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I'm trying to reach a high level of something. So that makes a lot of sense. And that 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 was the thing that I... Uh, the big lesson I learned from being an Indian man, that's meditation. When you're thinking and you're blowing, whether you're practicing or you're blowing or, or solo, if you can, you know, the longest. But basically, I talked about meditation, you know, where you're by yourself and you're trying to reach into some higher level. And uh, he said, playing your horn, that's it, man. He yeah. said, that's meditation. Yeah. You are meditating. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, the answer is right in front of you. Yeah, right in front of me. Yeah. It's like... Very uh, often it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, some life in the whole process is sometimes just stripping away those layers. And, and understanding exactly. what what the essence of something is, and and when you strip it down like that, the essence of of the playing and the music, it is like just tell the truth and live in the moment. There you uh, go. Yeah, that's right. Boom. That's you know, that's yeah. What more do you need to know? Right. It's like tell the truth and live in the moment. The all the rest of the stuff is just staying in shape. <laughs> exactly. No, that's. So what we're talking about now is a spiritual thing. We've what? always been talking about all this stuff outside is is just there's many things. There's a real essence to uh the spiritual world and, and to our music, the way we we think when we play, the way we wanna think and all that. Yes. That's something that's that's why to me, man, there is no end to anything. That's right. There is no end. That's you see, it. what are you going to say? God, uh, oh, well, God has an end, and you're going to live to be uh, 80, and then there's an end. Get out of here. There's no, no end to yeah. anything. Yeah. You know, this universe, or the, not even a universe, uh, beyond the universe, the universe, we can see millions of those, but the, the eternity, that. Yeah. That's forever, man. There's no end to eternity. Yeah. And that's the more we get into it, the better it is. Especially when you yeah. 
speaking about good guys with fanboy. <laughs> guy, you know. It's only a place that we haven't been yet. That's all. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. It's like it's just it, it's and, not. And it's all good. It's all yeah. good. Yeah, it is. Because it's all good, man. Yeah. What are you gonna say? Oh well, this. Oh, this and no, there's nothing. Whatever happens in this world, like when you were on drugs, when I was on drugs, it was many ways negative, but still it turned out to be positive. But there's nothing wrong with anything we do. Yes. We go through exactly. life, even if we, who knows if we kill somebody. I mean, I don't want to go that yeah. far, but. Yeah. Whatever you do that you, that's negative in this little uh, screwed up place we live in, that's nothing because it's more yeah. better after that. I said God. God is a, yes. some a stupid place where you're scuffling for money and beating up people and all this kind of stupid <laughs> man. It's not, no, you know. Yeah, somebody once said that God is the metaphor for the truth, you know, and uh, absolutely, and that faith is a posture toward the universe, you know, and uh, all we can do is try to do the next right thing, and uh, that's it. Get out of the get out of the way, right? Yeah, exactly. Let things happen and wait. You know, there's always something new. Because life just... There's no end. There's no there's end. There's no end. There's always something Always. New. Always. Always something and new. And it's better. I mean, you know, when you try to live a better life, then, hey, man, it's going be, to be better. I mean, it's going to be better, man. Yeah, and uh, we just... We do the best we can, you know, and that's... I mean, and that's all you can hope for. Just like, as musicians, we have the benefit of seeing that happen in real time you just do you know you know you have good rounds and bad rounds you know sometimes you play sometimes you got a terrible read sometimes this the horn is leaking or sometimes you're just not you know you had a bad meal or something something's like interfering with your connection and uh you know that can drive you crazy and it does because because we're greedy for the connection I mean, in that, if there if there's a kind of greed that's good, it's a greed for that, you know, connection and the humility to say, okay, I'm human. But then it then it just to me, it's about the the process. It's about the quest. I mean, I think that's the comfort to me these days, is that I started to fall in love with the process, and not like, well, when I get there, it's going to be this and no. Oh. That's good. Oh, you should. You're doing it. I mean, that's yeah. it, man. You're doing it. Yeah. And and you're understanding somewhat about what it's all about. That's what I'm trying to do. I yeah. understand why. You know why? Why? Why did I do something stupid and and all of that? And uh, it's a beautiful trip, man. Or if you, as yeah. you would say, it's a beautiful process. Yeah, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful trip and it's full of wonder and terror and all of that but it's just wow. It's a it's miracle. All good. It's all good. That's it. 
Well, listen, Tony, thank you so much. I can't begin to tell you how how incredibly uplifting and 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 Yeah, it's been nice talking to you, man. Great talking to you. And you've been a good person. I mean, if I never talked to you today or anything. Yeah, you have a good a good uh, aura about you, which is great, man. I know you because I know you already physically met you, but there's a good aura if I'd never met you that surrounds you, which uh, speaks about uh, who you are. And uh, good. Congratulations, man. Well, thank you, Sonny. Congratulations, man. Thank you. And uh, much love and blessings to you. And uh, you're always in my thoughts and always. You know, it's uh, you're part of the fabric of of my being, of who I am. You're just uh, oh boy, you're, well, you're always you you're always much, there, man. and I think I speak for countless others when I say that. Well, that's great, man. That's that, that's why I can't I can't mess up, man. I got to keep getting better <laughs> and better. <laughs> you know? Well, but I would say that no, you can't mess up because it's impossible. Yeah, it's too late for you to mess up. You can't mess up. You you, you spent a whole life not messing up. You know, and I mean, whatever whatever you went through to get to where you are, has 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 informed all the rest of us about about how how to live life lessons. You know. Well, that's beautiful, man. It's it's too much for me to to uh, absorb that. So I'll just say. Take care. Keep it going, man. God bless. And uh, thank you, Sonny. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, and uh, you know, just keep doing, man. And and what you're doing is right. That's that's beyond me. I'm not God. I can't explain what it is, but it's all good. So I want to thank you, man. Thank and you. Being a good person, man. Thank you, Sonny. Till the next time. This has been As We Speak, a podcast from WBGO Studios. This episode was produced by Trevor Smith. Billy Robinson is our executive producer. And the president and CEO of WBGO is Stephen A. Williams. I'm David Sanborn.